welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement with your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Welcome to episode six. Today, we are talking about hard things and doing hard things and how we work through those things. But first, uh, what are we drinking today, Clay? Ah, Today, we are back to wine. No hot tea today. No, that got too silly last week. Yeah, way too silly. We won't be doing that. Actually, we might be doing that again. But Yeah, we almost did tonight, actually. We're pretty tired. <laughs> but no, today we have opened a bottle that we uh, just yesterday bought at a Harvest Host, Testa Vineyards. Yes, yeah. It's called, the, the wine is a blend and it's called black. And I can't tell you what the blend. blend is. It's it, a red blend. It tastes red. Uh, it does, in fact. <laughs> and it's not too sweet. It's yeah. n- it almost is Malbec-y. Yeah, kind of. It has that little bit of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have that friend, Becky? Mall Becky? Oh, my God. I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> That's Please so bad. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's good. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It was a pretty good Harvest Host. I was so excited to be Harvest Hosting. Like, uh, I guess it wasn't in Sonoma County. It was in uh, Mendo, Mendo, is it Mendocino or Mendocino? I think it's Mendocino. Mendocino. Okay. In Mendocino County and kind of wine country-ish. Mm-hmm. And um, for that, I was a little disappointed in the parking spot. We were not like in the vineyards. We were in a gated parking lot with a bunch of farm equipment. But uh, there was a vineyard up the hill. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was... You know what? It's good wine. And this coming from a person who thinks most wine is good. Uh, this coming from a person who thinks a lot of wine is bad, it's pretty decent. <laughs> so, uh, I drank the dog water rosé, everyone. I drink mean, the come dog on. water rosé. <laughs> uh, I don't, it's not like um, related to cost for me. Like it's not, like, I've had bad expensive wine and I've had bad cheap wine and I've had good of both. Like it's not, and I'm not an expert by any means. I just, I don't know. Care? It, yeah, a little bit. I have a very fine palate, Clayton. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I certainly do not. I'm drinking my red wine out of a Yeti cup. As you do in a camper. Because nothing less would ever survive in our house. Anyway, uh, where are we today, Clay? Today we're at Rambling Redwoods RV Resort, RV Park, our campground. Campground. It's, Rambling I don't know Redwoods. what they call it, but it's. In uh, Crescent, Crescent City, California. Absolutely. So we are on, in the best way. We are on full hookups, which you RVers know what that means. But basically, that means our camper is hooked up to water, electricity, and sewers, so we don't have to worry about conserving stuff. Yeah, but it has this great like park feel to it, where we're like in the redwoods. It's a it's a bit rustic in that way. It's totally. not uh, overly. It's, I mean, there's groomed. mud. There's mud everywhere. It is very muddy right now. <laughs> I remember it being very muddy last time we were trees, here. Lots of trees, which everyone knows we like trees. We love we love a fucking tree, <laughs> and the trees do have feelings. It was confirmed. Okay. Okay. Confirmed by who? <laughs> by your mother. Okay, mom. Thanks, mom. Terry says the trees have feelings, and I believe it. You know what? That tracks. That yes. makes complete sense. Yes. So. <laughs> We are surrounded by very cool trees. And we've stayed at this campground before. We were here two years ago, just about on our one of our first big trips mm-hmm. in our tiny little camper. Mm-hmm. And we liked it here. We weren't big on necessarily always being with full hookups there. But it, camping in the Redwood National Park is really interesting in terms of like its 
made up of a lot of state parks and a lot of them have very small limits on the size of vehicle. I mean, even to the point where like our 20 foot trailer wouldn't fit. It was pretty much tents. Tents and vans, basically. Mm -hmm. So uh, we ended up here last time and we really liked it. It was kind of a comfortable place to be for the week. So we're here again. Yeah, it's a good jumping off point, too. I mean, there's a Dutch Bros nearby. There, uh, I have not been near a Dutch Bros in some time. I'm quite <laughs> excited about it. I have a gift card burning a hole in my pocket. Yeah, that's Christmas. true. So. so we'll get some Dutch Bros while we're here. But yeah, more importantly, I think we're going to do some amazing hikes through the Redwoods again. Yeah, I'm excited about it. We love hiking in the Redwoods. And we also, I'm really excited to go back down south a little bit from here and check out Trees of Mystery. <laughs> I freaking love a tourist trap. And we drove past a bunch of them today and didn't really stop. We stopped. sure did. We stopped at a visitor center. It was raining today, so it wasn't like the best time for a lot of this stuff. But there's like this canopy walk and stuff at these trees of mystery where you get to go up high in the trees and walk across these suspension bridges. Mm -hmm. I'm very stoked for that. So we actually had a really beautiful drive today, though. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I drove I a lot of it. I was worried that, yeah, so yeah, you drove most of it. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. it was, my shoulders are a little sore. <laughs> it was a lot of two-handed driving, but it was very fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you. I was worried it wouldn't be exciting enough. Because we decided to take the 101 instead of the 1 because we wanted to go to this vineyard for this harvest host. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the 1, California 1 goes along the coast and it is famously just stunning, you know, up and down hills, along very cliffs. Twisty. And like ocean waves crashing against mm -hmm. rocks, very twisty that, the whole way. That, That's uh, what we did last time. And that segment of it would have been borderline questionable in our setup. Oh, it would have been great. <laughs> So we did the 101, and mm -hmm. like, it was still very twisty. It was great, and and I forgot actually a good portion of this drive is after the one ends. Yeah, so the coastal so, highway is the 101 up here. Yeah, the one merges into the 101, and so the 101 kind of becomes the coastal highway for a portion, and and but a lot of it was through the mountains and through the redwoods and winding roads, and and uh, actually we hopped off for a second on a road called Avenue of the Giants that we tried to do last time. <laughs> and I was like too weirded out to do it with the trailer or something last. I can't remember why we didn't you, end up doing so it So like our, time. I think our GPS or Google Maps or whatever was routing us back to 101 and you followed that instead of following the signs for Avenue of the Giants. And I was the I'm navigator sure at that what, time and I was trying to tell I'm you not sure what I did where to go time. and you wouldn't, I don't know. I feel but like we, you wouldn't listen We to didn't me. stay on it last time. <laughs> That was my fault. Or maybe I misnavigated. I don't remember. There don't was a know. little bit of frustration. I remember that. And Jamie was like, oh, man, I can't believe we missed that. Darn it. I wish we had done that. I yeah, like, it wasn't let's like, make sure we I wasn't it super time. like angry or anything. It was totally no. fine. But I was like, let's make sure we do it this time yeah. because it would be really cool to go ahead mm -hmm. and do it. So we got off. We did. I was Drive driving like, this time. Yeah, you were driving. Yeah. I was like, you were like, should we get off? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. go. I was like, can we really do it with our 50 foot Yes, it's setup? not a problem. I looked it up. Yep. It's fine. It's totally fine, fine. Listener, if you want to do it. Take, yeah. Take your class A, your fifth wheel, whatever, on Avenue of the Giants. Why not? But we got off, and we were about, what, three miles in? A few more, maybe? Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, it was barely. Pretty, it was pretty for a minute. Yeah. yeah. And then there was like a one of those uh, programmable Like road light signs. up construction mm -hmm. work yep. signs, yeah. And it said, Highway 254 closed in three miles. Mm -hmm. We said, What? <laughs> And this was, mind you, of course, they put this sign like right 
after we could have the ramp to get, to get back, back on, on to yes. the 101. Yes. Just, okay. That said, it's closed in three miles. What? And so we pulled off on a pull-off and decided, okay, well, we're going to get something to eat here quick out of the camper and yeah, just go back to the 101, whatever. Yep. But, <laughs> but then we found out from our friends who were behind us a bit, we weren't traveling at the same time today because we had different travel means today. Yeah. And uh, they were behind us a bit and they said, no, the closure starts tomorrow. Yeah, so they did it. So we could have done it. And we, we've missed it now twice. We'll come back in a van and do it. Absolutely. Sometime. Next time. There's always, that's There's, the thing. You can't do everything. It's always next time. There's always next time. It's always next time. It's a, I've heard somebody else talk about it like as the, the we'll come back. We'll be mm-hmm. back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Now we have something to come back for. Yes. I'm not going to drive all the way down to Avenue of the Giants from this campground though. No, to do that. I mean, we're going to see some trees. So exactly. I'm, like, I don't need to go see those trees. Yeah, it's, it's not, fine. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It's cool though. There's a lot of like roadside attractions and stuff. There's, the, if you've never been here, listener, there, uh, this part of California is, um, especially along the highways here, it's decidedly weird. Like coming, it's called the Lost Coast, isn't it? Uh, no, that's down south of here, I think. Oh, really? Is that on yeah, the where the one hundred and one doesn't really go? No, like there, there's no highway on that part of the coast. It's why it's the Lost Coast. Anyway. Oh, you can't get there. No, you have to get lost. Easily. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Anyway, kind of cool. Now I want to go. So apparently, our hard thing today was directions. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna we're gonna read the letter about hard things. But I want to let you know that after that, we are going to be reading um, one of our first listener letters and talk about that a little bit. Teaser. And then we'll, <laughs> we'll have our usual wrap up. I just went a little bit, little bit of a programming change today. So we're gonna talk about hard things. <laughs> It's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> Read the letter. Dear friend, do you have a mantra that you repeat to yourself often? How about one that you have taught your kids if you have them? We have one we like to break out on tough uphill hikes. Our family loves hiking. When we look at the weeks we have been happiest on the road, we are getting out for a hike at least a couple of times a week. They don't have to be long or hard, often just a couple of miles after work. We all have some version of a dog-like personality and we each need to be taken for a walk. I say our family loves hiking, but the kids almost always hate the first mile, and the little one hates anything she deems too easy. Nice stroll on a nature trail? The whining will be incessant. Someone is always hungry, so we have to always remember to bring snacks, even for the shortest hikes. Though in all seriousness, we do teach our kids to always hike with the essentials. Those are a headlamp, a first aid kit that includes some survival gear, allergy meds and an EpiPen, rain jackets, emergency blankets, water filter, extra food, and extra water. It's so hard to get out the door sometimes. We all have work. The oldest is a teenager and often has things she would rather be doing, as do we all. Getting the bags packed, finding the water bottles, and getting everyone to wear appropriate shoes and clothing in order to get on the trail with enough time to hike before the sun goes down can be as stressful as getting everyone out the door for school was in our sticks and bricks days. Don't even get me started on the perils of the job of picking the trail. All Trails has made me a liar more than once. But I thought this was only three miles. 
Our favorite types of hiking as a family, I think, are climbing small mountains. We love the sense of accomplishment and the view from the top as we usually take a minute to eat a meal or make some kind of tea or coffee and take it in. Over this past summer, we hiked up Cadillac Mountain in Acadia National Park. We started early because we knew we would move slowly and take lots of breaks, and it was a favorite family day. We had done some different climbs in prior weeks to get ready, and the kids rocked it. There's something about moving at Little Lake pace that makes you appreciate all the subtle things along the trail. Every hike has hard parts, though, especially a climb, and that's where our mantra comes in. I taught it to my kids on one of our first hikes with any sort of elevation. They grew up in Illinois before we hit the road. We hiked, but there were no mountains to speak of. This first hike with significant incline was tough, and I wanted them to know that it was tough, but that they could do it. I think I took this from a Glennon Doyle book that I was reading at the time, or was at least inspired by it. I taught my daughters to repeat each line after me, and we shout it as we climb up. I'm tough. I'm strong. I can do hard things. What I didn't expect in teaching them this was how empowered it would make me feel to shout out those simple words. I'm tough. I'm strong. I can do hard things. What I remember too, I like to repeat this to myself when I'm getting geared up to do something I don't like or is anxiety inducing. Stuff like going to the dentist. What are your hard things today? They don't have to be hard for anyone else to count as hard for you. If you think they are hard, they are hard. Sometimes it's getting out of bed and sometimes it's climbing a mountain. Whichever it is for you, I'm cheering for you. You're tough. You're strong. You can do hard things. See you down the road. Jamie. Wow. So I think you did a really good job in that letter actually talking about different kinds of hard things. I think it was just about hiking. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, no, it was like an example, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, yes, our kids are getting better and better at hiking. They're rock stars at a lot of things. I mean, I think they're perfect, but that's just me. <laughs> I felt bad that I said that they whine on hikes sometimes because I'm like, actually, they're amazing. I don't. No, they're great hikers. But I whine on hikes sometimes. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't going to say it. (laughs) You're packing the food for half for you. Uh, At least, yes. (laughs) But no, I mean, okay, so yes, I think there's hard things that we did or hard, you know, hard things that we're doing. But oftentimes I feel like if I'm talking about a hard thing I did, that's almost like a little bit of a humble brag. I think it's encouraging to say like, oh, I tried a hard thing and like share that with people. I don't think it's necessarily a brag. Yeah. It's like, here's something that was hard for me and I was able to try. It doesn't, you don't even have to be successful, right? So like, what are some examples? We're always starting new things and some of them are hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we start, well, we started a podcast. Yeah, uh, that's going okay. Uh, I don't, for me personally, the hard part is not like the making of or the editing of the podcast. That's all really fun for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that hard things can't be fun, but that's, a, that's another letter. I was going to uh, say, do we, need to, do we need to talk about, is this podcast going not well? Is this hard? 
<laughs> I, but I think the hard thing for me is with any kind of art, it's like with the letters and writing and things like that, the, any kind of art or performance or anything like that, that, if you've ever done any of that, you know, it's very subjective and everyone finds different art that they like and don't like. And so there's going to be some people who hear your podcast or see your writing and don't like it. And that's fine. But it is difficult for me sometimes to be kind of resilient. And I think a lot of this kind of gets at resilience. Mm-hmm. Resiliency. Uh, I prefer the word resilience, and I think they mean the same thing, which you know, and that's why you said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we had a failed startup. Oh, so I, I mean, don't we prefer had a, to start with the word failed. Well, it did not succeed. I mean. It kind of couldn't even get off the ground. We didn't even try to get it off the ground, really, once we so, got going. Yeah. I mean, so that's like, uh, we start things, right? We, we're so good at starting things. Mm, so good. So good. And it was so fun. It was. It was a blast. It, but it was also really hard. Uh, it was hard to... So I think the hardest thing for me there, and it's a little like doing this podcast or doing the Substack in that I stepped away from a career where I mm. had like a pretty big network and I was stepping away from it and I was telling people as I was leaving this job, uh, I think I'm going to go start an RV rental business. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were really, you know, positive and supportive and hey, I know some people I could connect you with and things like that. And that was amazing. Yeah. But at the outset, just telling people that's what I was going to do and, and taking the leap of stepping away from what had been a very secure career. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, it was super hard. Mm-hmm. And and so that was kind of the hard thing there. And, you know, not all hard things work out perfect because <laughs> that didn't go what we thought it was going to go. Well, but so it opened so many doors. I was going to say. So, mm-hmm. yes. Did we get to the point where we said, oh, wait, actually, for this business to be what it needs to be yeah is going to take us doing a lot of things that we don't really want to do as a family like number one probably not staying on the road yeah i think there is that and i think you know we tried to gauge interest in it and i think we wanted to demonstrate a good because it was going to be very capital intensive we wanted Mm -hmm. to demonstrate a good amount of interest before we sunk a lot of time and money into it and i think we didn't get that. We didn't get as we had some enthusiastic interest, but it, it wasn't, wasn't a as, clear it enough answer yeah. to say yes. This is a slam dunk. We should go forward. Yeah, with this. yeah. But we met some really cool people through that. We met our very good friends that we travel with, kind mm-hmm. of because we were doing that, and we went to a summit. Mm-hmm. So it led to really cool things, and I think it gave us a lot of insight into working together. Yeah, and I think that's that's so like, I mean. Doing hard things, even if it doesn't turn out the way you want it to, like, I don't think most of the time you're going to say, I really wish I hadn't done that. Yeah, no, I think for me, sometimes it's hard to do kind of almost routine tasks, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, I like, oh, goodness gracious. I have a really hard time going to the grocery store, which I usually do for our family, and I really appreciate it. But there's like a kind of uh, overwhelm that I get when I go to the grocery store and I have a really hard time staying on task and getting what I need to get. We call that the Walmart syndrome. Is that a thing? I just made it up. Okay. Well, Walmart has exceptionally terrible lighting and it does really contribute (laughs) 
contribute to the sensory problems that I experience in a Walmart in a grocery store. Actually, a lot of newer WalMarts do They're have better. these skylights. They're a little better. They're a lot better. Yeah. I don't think I've been in any of them. I don't go in usually. But like when I was in the times that I've lived alone, I had to go grocery shopping and that was like a thing I had to get myself hyped up for. And which sounds, so this kind of goes to the point where like your hard thing doesn't have to be scaling a mountain. It doesn't have to be even getting a new job or quitting your job or anything like that. It's like something that is hard for you today is your hard. So hard things aren't the same for everybody. And one thing to keep in mind and one of the lessons of this is if you think about what are hard things for you that maybe aren't hard things for everybody is to also remember that other people have hard things that aren't necessarily hard things for you yes and it can give you some patience and kindness towards people when you think about that because like i said you know going to the grocery store is kind of a hard thing for me and people might think well you're a 37 year old woman you should be able to go to the grocery store by yourself <laughs> and I can. It's just hard. You can. You I can. I can do hard things. <laughs> you can do. We I can, can. Yes, you are tough. And, and you are strong. And I can do hard things. And you can do hard things. And it sounds silly to say that that's a hard thing, but it's. I will admit that it is a hard thing for me. And but that's okay. Like for me, that's I. I genuinely enjoy going to the grocery store. So because you pretty are much, right. I do that. Yes, it, but like going to the dentist is a hard thing for me. I don't enjoy that. It. It's not a pleasant experience, <laughs> and uh, but it's something that needs to be done. And it's, so it's it, you right. know use this like mantra to be like, hey, I can do this. I mm-hmm. can get through it. It's gonna be okay. And so to me, you kind of going back to this like humble bragging thing or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Sharing these things isn't to be like, look at how good I did today. It's much more like. I struggle with X, Y, or Z because of X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And I did it by, and you can share like tips and tricks and mm. things like that and useful tools like a mantra or something like that that helps you get through those things. And to me, that's like encouraging. It's not bragging. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, if you were like, my hard thing was, I don't know, whether to buy this Gucci bag or... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, now you're just I trying could, to come up with the most ridiculous. I thing. could only afford, uh, you know, these ridiculous shoes or these ridiculous shoes. Like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, like you could say that someone's hard thing, and maybe it is, and we all do have different hard things. But yeah. uh, I mean, come I on, gotcha. that would be bragging. That'd be a humble brag. The, okay, I, sure. I think. <laughs> I mean, isn't that like if I say like, oh, it was, you know, it was so hard that I, you know, I climbed this mountain. It's kind of, it's kind of a little braggy, but I did it. I, I don't did know. it. To me, someone, so someone it's, commented. It's encouraging on, too, someone right? Someone commented on the letter and said that they use the same or similar mantra, mm-hmm. running Ironmans. And that's not something mm. I could ever do, but I think it's so cool to hear about people that do that. It's not braggy to me. It mm-hmm. sounds really encouraging because reading about or hearing about people achieving big milestones in their life doesn't mean that mine are less. Yeah. I think it's super encouraging to watch people achieve things. Oh, even totally. if it's things I could never achieve. No, like I, I think about like um, watching, like we've watched a few uh, like documentary films about tough climbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Don Wall. That's a yeah. good one. That That's oh a gosh. great one about like heart, like sticking with it and having heart about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, Don, which one is Don Wall? It's Tommy Caldwell. 
Oh yeah. And it's like there's there's no fucking holes on the, that wall. And he somehow climbs. It's insane. That's great. And that dude lost a finger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before all that. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's I mean, okay. And I think like all that all that too is encouraging, like man, even if your hard thing is like you're just going through a tough time in your life, like having that mantra or having that encouragement can help you get through that yeah and i think so to me it's like again not humble bragging much more than like like a stories of persistence mm-hmm. and perseverance and like overcoming are really i mean it's like a human thing right like we craved watching there's a reason those stories resonate on movies and tv and things there's a reason free solo was so mm-hmm. inspiring to people right and it's not because you know any of us is ever going to go free solo el cap right <laughs> but i mean hey if <laughs> i'm not going to tell you to do it because like uh, it, it, that's that's <laughs> you know like i'm stoked really to like send a v1 outside right I like know, right? yeah but <laughs> but that's okay like it's still and i don't think of those people as like bragging i think of them doing oh, no, their hard no. things and mm-hmm. like sticking with something and kind of seeing what they can do and i think that's the inspiring part yeah no they they don't care what other people think they're doing it for them right and so i think when it's when things are shared with that incentive of like mm-hmm. i want to see what i can do and then help other people see what they can do it mm-hmm. doesn't it's not bragging yeah it's, but i mean if you paid attention during free solo mm-hmm. Like Alex Honnold was kind of like, he's kind of not sure he really wanted it recorded. Yeah, I I wonder how much it's like. Well, you gotta record it so that people will know it actually happened. <laughs> I don't know. It's but interesting. It's not, he's it, such an interesting person. But I think that that kind of goes to your point. Like, it's not bragging. No, not at all. Not at all. He he always he talks about it in the movie. Yeah, like how, and in other things I've seen him in about how. It's it almost like invalidates the solo if someone else is like watching it. <laughs> it's it's not in the spirit it's like, of it. It's not the spirit. Yeah. yeah, because you're not doing it for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But like then, like look at how inspiring that story was to so many people to like get out and climb and like try mm-hmm. things and do new things. And it it's just, I think the human side of that story is so interesting. Uh, and and I think if he was like a less interesting person that movie would not have been nearly as fun to watch like if he kind of was a jerk or something like that i think it would have been different yeah i'm sure they cut those parts (laughs) we're all jerks sometimes (laughs) exactly I know. I think I've seen him on a lot of stuff and like listened to him talk about things he's really interesting the parts where he was just like on the wall like keep fucking going (laughs) no that was uh that was a mantra from (laughs) If someone commented on the uh, on the letter, and I thought that was a good one. They said they, said they might replace it with our mantra, but I keep fucking going works too. <laughs> I like it. Heck, why not? It's very. Uh, I mean, I it is, it's not it is like the re- emphasis on the going. It's like it's less reassuring. Like it's less like uh, I can do this. But I sometimes it's what you're gonna do I is you're strong. just gonna keep fucking going. You just the only way th- the only way through is through. Yep. <laughs> 
It's like when you end up on that road with your trailer <laughs> and you're like, I'm not sure I should be here. But here I am and we're going for it. <laughs> <laughs> the only option is sending it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. hard. I mean, hmm. yes. Yeah, so when I started off saying it, it felt like a humble brag. I'm not saying like you shouldn't share. Yeah. I'm saying like, I think I'm a little self-conscious about sharing. Yeah. But I think maybe that even could be a hard thing. <laughs> yeah, I think being vulnerable and mm-hmm. sharing what's hard for you, especially things, so t- kind of going back to the things that like aren't hard for other people mm-hmm. necessarily, like I think those things are especially hard to share. Kind of opening yourself up to saying like, I tried hard at this thing is interesting, right? Like it's not cool. <laughs> I yeah exactly or hey like I made this phone call today (laughs) phone calls are hard man (laughs) all all my other millennials out there oh goodness gracious what if they answer oh you know unless it's like a friend it's funny because we we talk to our friends all the time but no we're old enough that that we we you know we're older millennials right Yes, we are old millennials. We used phones that were attached to the wall. We did. We pushed the buttons well, on we the mostly phones had cordless and called people and memorized house. phone numbers. Yeah. And none of that's a thing anymore. We had, we had, I remember when the caller ID was like a separate unit from your landline. That's if you were rich. Uh, or your parents sold Tupperware and uh, screened their calls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of rich. <laughs> It was, it was uh, Tupperware minivan rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was our rich. But yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Why is it so anxiety-inducing to call someone, especially for like a business reason? I don't know. I was really good at making calls for work because I had to. I had to do like reference calls and call these like CEOs of various companies, and I got to really like it. But part of it was that they knew I was going to call because we had like an appointment set up. So I was okay with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew what I needed to ask them and wanted to talk to talk to them about. And so that was really fun. But. But. <laughs> I still will avoid calling to order a pizza if I can help it. It's so funny. I never. I don't think I ever had a problem calling to order a pizza. But. <laughs> Calling to like take care of something that I need to take care of that I'm like late on. Yeah. Oh God, that's the worst. Oh man, it's like I have to admit I'm wrong. It's like logging in to pay for a credit card payment that I know was due like two days ago, even though I knew it was due, and then I like forgot and then I forgot again. Oh no! But logging in? <laughs> well, I don't know, because then I forget the login because there's three different ones. <laughs> That's a whole nother level. At least you're I, not talking to another human. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> it's still rough. Or calling Comcast. Because then I feel, so, hey. I feel so inept for not knowing my login, even though I have to log in and pay this credit card every month. That, Yeah, that's a challenge. That can be a hard thing. Mm-hmm. There's auto pay. Yeah, that's, it's complicated. I mean, yeah, I've set it up before and it didn't work. So, I mean, there's I, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But. 
adulting is hard, I guess. That's too cliche to say, but it's there are hard things about it for everybody for sure. Yeah. So I mean like I have a hard time with being organized and on time with things like that. Yeah. Your hard thing is different from my hard thing. Yeah. Mine this is, is why different you from yours. Generally handle the finances. <laughs> also, I did work in investments. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. No, not the same thing. I have a letter coming out about financial advice that's going to be really fun. Excellent. I can't wait. <laughs> but, I, gosh, money is a hard thing. So, uh, do we have any other mantras we want to share? Nope. No? Uh, oh, 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 oh. How did we come up with our most favorite recent hiking mantra. Well, three members of our family enjoyed it. <laughs> Who are those? You, me, and the little one. More hiking, more fun. Yes. This was one hike in a couple weeks ago where we were out with the kiddos and the little one starts yelling, more hiking, and we were supposed to say more fun very loudly afterwards, and it was actually really fun. <laughs> Except I kept saying, more trees, more or trees. more mud. Yes. <laughs> she she say, no! She was the hiking leader that day, yes. and it was more hiking, more fun, more hiking, more fun. But there's something about, okay, the framing back, it is that, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just simple. Uh-huh. It's like, this is what we're doing. Yep. More hiking, more fun. Yes. Yeah. It was fun. We had a very good time with that hike. I think I think it's so man, it's hard for me to accept that some days things are harder than they are other day other days. Mm-hmm. And like why that is Yeah, I mean I think it's just like you know, your capacity that day. Yeah, yeah. So I think I know a hard thing for you that is an interesting one to talk about, if you don't mind talking about it. Um, sure, yeah, shoot, why not? I think rest can be a hard thing. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's not like always being go, 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 achieve more, achieve more, achieve more. That's not really what we're talking about with hard things, right? It can be, if that's what you find hard. I don't think you should... You don't always have to be doing all your hard things. Yes. If everything you're doing on a given day is a hard thing, Re-evaluate. that's a rough day. That's rough. Yeah, it's really hard. There's like, there should be easy things too, y'all. Yeah. And I mean, just because hard things are rewarding doesn't mean that that's all you should do. Right. That, but also, that in the end will not be rewarding. Also, I think rest can be a hard thing for a lot of people because I think we're wired to or taught not to take rest and just let ourselves kind of rest. I've had a very hard time with that in the past. Yes. Especially if I'm in more of an unstructured situation mm-hmm. where like now, it, like honestly, I can tell you when I was working on my own business. Oh, I, it was so hard to rest, right? I probably worked 20 hours a week, most weeks, maybe yeah. a little more. But you stressed about work. 30 hours a week. Well, yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I always felt bad when I wasn't doing something productive. In other words, if I wasn't doing something for work, 
I better, better be, be yeah. I better be doing something that's productive for home. Otherwise, I could be working and making money. I I felt like that for a bit when I was kind of like working on the startup and then working part time. I understand that feeling of like, well, I could be making X amount of dollars per hour, right. or I could be as a consultant, or I yeah. can. And so when I so why am I, I just sitting here doing a crossword? <laughs> right when I ended up taking a full time job again, mm-hmm. right? I'm full time remote now. It was almost a relief. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, well, I'm just working for someone else, and I have my work hours, and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, there's a sometimes you know I'm salaried. There's sometimes a little bit of work that happens at other times, or thinking about work that happens at other times. Of course, I mean. Yeah, for sure. But it's not the same thing where I, you know, I don't feel like guilty for resting. Yeah, I think you still like have a tendency to keep yourself really busy when you have downtime. I try not to. (laughs) I mean, I want to be helpful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's just I think you have a hard time relaxing sometimes. Yeah, well, I'll remind you of that next time I'm relaxing. <laughs> okay. That I'm just making sure. So t- do your hard thing. You're tough, you're I strong, can, you can yeah. do hard things, you can take a nap. Oh, man. I'm tough, I'm strong, I can take a nap. I'm tough, I'm strong, <laughs> I can take a nap. Hey, if taking a nap is my hard thing, I don't know. Is that That's weird. I don't know. Is it? I think it could be anything. And I'm so not even sure I want to take a nap. There's this and part of the inspiration for like framing it as hard things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get back to basics. Why are we talking about this? Was reading or listening to that Glennon Doyle book where she's talking about talking to her. I think she's talking about talking to her daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she I think her quote is something like, Baby girl, we can do hard things or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that sticking out to me of like the simplicity of that phrasing and how strong simple words can be and how powerful that can be. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I took from that. And then I think sometime last year, this Instagram account came across my feed that I th- I've mentioned Jeffrey Benny before and he shared the account of someone named Katie and it, hers is trying mm-hmm. to live. It's like try like a triathlon. Mm-hmm. And it's a really interesting, she's really cool, like got this really cool story about being just very vulnerable and it's not like she's making content and like doing trending reels and stuff like that, which I mean, that's fine if people do that. I I like it all, it's fine. But hers is much more about like she decided to do 22 hard things in 22. Mm-hmm. And if they were physical, they were emotional and and relationship oriented and different things and she made this list for herself and she was kind of coming out of depression and focusing on like here are things I can do these are the hard things I can do and I have a list for this year and I'm going to do this list Mm -hmm. and it was just so inspiring to watch somebody break it down like that and I think that is when I say like oh, hard things can be different for different people. And sometimes even for the same person, some days it's taking a walk and some days it's running a marathon and some days it's, you know, getting out of bed. And and, yeah. and that's not making light of that at all. No. Mm-mm. Like that can be hard depending mm-hmm. on who you are and what day it is. 
that can be really difficult. Yeah, there's a lot of different reasons that can be tough. Mm -hmm. And so I really like that framing of here's a list of hard things I want to do and how am I going to feel after I've done them? And yeah, that was kind of what part of why I wanted to talk about it. And I just really like our little mantra when we're hiking up a hill. Yeah, no, it's super inspiring. Like, I love seeing people take on things that it seems like, oh, I would never be able to do that. And then it's like, you work towards it, like little by little. And it's like, oh, no, I can do hard things. I, do you ever, did you ever have this happen in college? So I studied chemical engineering in undergrad, which I mean, that's a, that's a thing. I wouldn't have done it. That's for sure. And I remember going into the classrooms in the chemical engineering building sometimes and going in for like my intro level classes, but some of the equations would be on the board mm-hmm. from like the 400 level class before it Mm -hmm. and looking at that and thinking, I will never comprehend this. (laughs) That makes no fucking sense. Except I didn't say fuck because I didn't say fuck in college, but sure. But I, I just look at you. What the hell is that? Mm -hmm. That's never, I'm never going to be smart enough or capable enough to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, how do people do that? I'm never like, how am I ever going to graduate with this degree? This makes like no way. And then by the time you get there and you're doing those equations, you're like, oh, well, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, like, it's just little I got by all, little. I got all the building blocks, so now mm-hmm. I get it. Yep. And it looks insane, but like when I break it down piece by piece, I get it. Yeah. And I mean, not that I would now, because that was a long time ago. <laughs> but I did, you know, and I did okay in those classes. <laughs> I actually did well even. But it was kind of taking the little by little and i think that's that's kind of like going back to that list of hard things right like it's the little by little yeah it's like frozen too do the next right thing do the we say that all the time i mean i think we we were doing the next right thing before frozen Two popularized it but i don't think we said it like that no it's true i i remember watching that movie and like that resonating with me oh Oh my gosh i was freaking crying (laughs) of course you were (laughs) It's like, yes, want to do the next right thing. That's I, right. Yeah, no, it's so true. And I think that's like kind of our philosophy for life a lot of times is what I don't, I can't game out the next 10 years that I can do what's right in front of me. Like, well, the right thing, the next right thing. Yeah. There's no 10 year plan. There's no five year uh, plan. No, because we'd have to blow it up every six months anyway. But, I mean, yeah, we can have a plan. Yeah, we have loose plans. Mm hmm. Goals. And we have goals more than plans, I'd say. Sure. But the point is like... Mm-hmm. Do the next right thing. Yeah. A plan is only as good as what you know now. Yep. And so you can make a plan and you revise that plan and you do the next right thing. Yep. And you're tough and you're strong and you can do hard things. Like podcasting. Uh. Well... Okay. <laughs> this. Uh, I, I know you were trying to bring it to the next segment yes but podcasting is one of these things that i always listen to other people do and i want to do this but i'll never be able to do that well turns out anyone can make a podcast uh, <laughs> i think it was one of those things it's like 
I don't know. You did a lot of research. You're you're discounting it. I read a book and I bought eight hundred dollars worth of equipment, and here we are. And we're talking to each other like we do every Sunday night, anyway. It's true, but <laughs> no, it's. I think you're right. It, yes, yes. I'm just saying, you know, maybe this podcast isn't for everyone. Are you trying to bring it to this one star review we got? <laughs> I was gonna leave that out. Why would you leave such a thing out? It's glorious. We got our first one star review. Listeners. We also got a five star review. Well, well we, we have five star five star ratings. ratings. We have two one reviews. Review. One is five stars. Thank you to the listener who left that. That was very kind. And the the other is <laughs> I giggle. I can't. It was just content is boring and what I felt was like, their name oh god I don't want to call them out okay Whatever. well listener who they're not listening it was okay. too boring they removed Former it from their listener. It was title removed from downloads okay. review content is boring former listener I agree it is a little boring content is boring it's that's why of, we have none it's kind of the brand honestly <laughs> It's supposed to be cozy. It's supposed to be like it's a fireside chat. It's hanging out around the campfire. It's sitting around yeah. your coffee table on a with Sunday evening somewhat, with, with your with your like friends with your that good don't friend. with your good friend that maybe doesn't have quite enough drama to be very entertaining. But it's cozy. Very, I think. At least if you're still listening at this point, I hope you think so too. <laughs> Hey, well, we do have feedback, though. We do have some good feedback. Yeah, we can read our letter from our friend. Ah, uh, yeah. And so this is a good time to say, like, please write us your letters. We love hearing from people. Uh, we love seeing that so many people are enjoying this podcast. And we absolutely love when people write back to us. Even if they want to tell us that we're boring. Well, I mean, we know that. <laughs> We are sharing this with permission, but we got a letter from Cynthia and she said, hello, Jamie. I have totally enjoyed listening to you and your husband's podcast. My husband and myself are retired for five years and have part-time RVed since then. We are planning to spend the winter in Florida next year. Your favorite place. (laughs) (laughs) We also have an Airstream and love it. Yay, Airstreamers. We live on the East Coast in Pennsylvania and enjoy our state parks so much. Hopefully you have been able to visit them too. It sounds like you would love the beautiful mountains and streams we have here in Pennsylvania. Best of luck in your new endeavor of podcasting. You're a very gifted writer and presenter of the RV community. I am a knitter and enjoy listening to your informative and sweet conversation with your husband while doing my relaxing during the day. Happy, safe trails to you and yours. That's really sweet. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think knitting, I'm sorry, knitting is the perfect energy for this. This is exactly what we were going for. Yes. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia. <laughs> that was so good to hear from you. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. It's fantastic to hear from you. And 
I we haven't spent much time in Pennsylvania. We have not really spent any time in Pennsylvania. We've driven through. We spent last summer um, in New England, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, we mostly missed Pennsylvania. We didn't even camp in Pennsylvania. I don't at think. All. I think it's still missing from our map, mm-hmm. and it's really an, an oversight on our part because I have seen pictures of some of these state parks, and they look fantastic. I don't think we fit with our cougar was part of it. Oh, really? In a lot of places. Oh, I'm sure there's places. I'm sure there are. But we've met a few people on the road from there, too. Um, some other Airstreamers uh, in St. Augustine. They were from Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. And they talked about it quite a bit. And I think we would love it. I mean, there's so much history. And I know. I was kind of bummed when we... Like, we're not doing anything in Pennsylvania. But, I mean, like, there were only so many... <laughs> there's only so many there days are so in many, here, right? I'm, you guys, there are so many states in the Northeast. <laughs> and they're great. They're all great. They are. They're so good. We loved it. Uh, uh, I want to go back. I can't wait. Yeah. So we we plan to tentatively go back next fall. No. Yes. Not we, this oh, upcoming fall. fall. Fall of 24. Oh, I was like, no, we're definitely not going to make it all the way from Alaska all the way over to the East <laughs> Coast. Could just no. stay in Canada, drive all the way over. Oh, yeah. That's a thing we could do. That's a thing we could do. But now we're supposed to be in Leavenworth in November. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Anyway. But anyway, uh, we will put the set the pennsylvania state parks in general on our list for next fall of 24 100 percent, and uh, hopefully take our little airstream over there that sounds really fun yeah maybe thank we'll you. have a little airstream meetup thank you uh, yeah i hope we get to see you on the road we won't be in florida this winter but uh but we'll hopefully cross paths at some point that sounds really fun excellent thanks for writing please thank please, you please 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 if you're listening to this and you think oh think? You sink. <laughs> I have something I want to say. Oh, but they wouldn't want to hear from me. We do. Of course we, we totally do. totally want to hear from you. Please send it. Yes. We would love to talk to you and hear about how you're doing. So thank you for listening today, friends. Thank you for coming with us on our journey as we talked about hard things and doing hard things. Like podcasting. Like podcasting and getting our first one-star review. Sad day. Amazing day. Amazing day. It's true. <laughs> I think we finally made it. We yeah. really made it. So, Jamie. Yes. If someone like a Cynthia wants to send us a letter. Yes. Where should they send it? They can comment at substack which is letters from the road.substack.com or you can respond to any of our emails from substack if you sign up uh, that will come straight to us as well you can also find us on instagram at letters from the road pod you can find us on twitter at lftr pod or you can email us directly at gmail which is letters from the road pod at gmail.com And until next time, we'll uh, see you down the road. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye.